largest infrastructure project the city's ever seen. We're making history here. This project was built for Kansas City by Kansas City. They're still employing people to this very day. It's so warm and welcoming. This just represents the growth of the city. A new tradition, new opportunities, and opportunities to truly reflect our whole region and its diversity. Something that Kansas City is going to be proud of for, for generations to come. Welcome to KSHB 41's limited series podcast, now boarding year one of KCI's single terminal. I'm Taylor Hymnus, morning anchor here at KSHB 41. I started this podcast because we just don't get many opportunities like this. A billion dollar project that changes the city and really our entire region of the country. I wanted to create an easy outlet for listeners to follow along for this first year of the new terminal and do it by gathering lots of different voices. There's no need to listen to all these episodes or even necessarily to listen to them in order. This is episode four, my conversation with Kevin White. He's a frequent flyer and user of KCI. I've only flown out of Kansas City really a handful of times since I've lived here, six years, and I've yet to fly since the new terminal opened. I needed someone who flies a lot more regularly to tell me what they see when they use the new terminal. Enjoy. So I'm here with Kevin White, and I put out a call. The reason I got... uh in touch with Kevin is because I put out a call on social media for frequent flyers and I got connected with Kevin. Kevin, would you describe yourself to other people as a frequent flyer? I would consider myself a very regular frequent flyer. I typically travel three weeks out of each month. I'll be, I'll be on the road again on Wednesday. All for, all for work. This is not it, fun travel. This is work travel. This, this is all uh, strictly work travel. Um, I work in the software industry and customer support and Travel, I've got 20, excuse me, now I have 16 different clients in three different states, and our goal is to visit each one of those clients quarterly. So you can do the math, and that puts me at the airport regularly. <laughs> so when you say you're, you're three weeks out of the month, you're traveling, that is a leave on Monday back before the end of the week. What does a, a normal trip look like for you if there is such a thing? A normal trip is typically out on Tuesday or Wednesday and always home Friday evening. And you're going to typically the same two or three places every time when you go. You're not, it's not a more random thing. It's you kind of know these are the spots that are my, my normal, my normal haunts. Yes. I uh, typically, you know, fly into larger metropolitan areas um, in the United States. Typically my territory is now Texas and Ohio one bank in Kentucky. So, you know, you're flying into larger cities and venturing out into smaller communities where I work with community banks. How long has that been your normal? How long has it been a, a three week out of the month kind of schedule for you? Has that been a long time? Probably in the last 18 to 20 years, it's been that regularly as our business plan has changed. Uh, the first five years, all of my travel was stiff strictly on the road. I was out on the road every day and home every night. You and I were talking before I started recording about the fact that I'm a, I'm a road trip guy. I don't fly very regularly. I have three young sons. It's expensive to fly, obviously. Um, and we just don't travel a whole lot. So my question is, do you, is there such a thing as getting used to traveling that much? Because I know when I go, the rare times of it's a vacation or something like that, that maybe once or a year that I am on an airplane, it is a little bit of a, okay, remember, I've got to do this, and I've got to go through security and wear shoes that I can take off pretty quickly and don't wear a belt. And you know, it's, it's things like that that I kind of have to go through a checklist to remind myself. Tell me about the process of becoming 
used to applying that regularly if there is such a thing. I now have, I know which suitcase is a two-day trip versus a three-day trip or a four-day trip. Um, I, I'm become an artist at packing. I have dual sets of toiletries. Um, it, it's, it's just a routine habit. And as I'm pulling clothes out and thinking about it, you know, I'm mentally getting dressed as I'm pulling out clothes to put together. And, you know, I'm, you know, I try to switch up the shirts and stuff. So it doesn't feel like I'm wearing the same shirt to the same customer every other time. (laughs) Does it feel almost like a, a checklist is maybe not the right word, but whenever you're going to the, the terminal, even before the new one, did you feel pretty comfortable and confident with almost like I can do this in my sleep or was it, has it always been a boom, 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 boom kind of checklist item for you? It's, it's pretty much, I can always do this in my sleep. It's very routine. I, I have it blocked out depending on the flight. I have kind of backed up that whole system is I need to be to the airport by this time, which means I need to be at the parking facility by this time i need to leave my house at this time i need to get up at this time it's all it's a it's a backwards working routine as to what time of the morning i i need to get up it's it's very systematic it's and and very routine getting to the airport parking and going through security and all of that in in the 25 years i have only walked out of my house without my bag once (laughs) <laughs> and realized that when I was about 30 minutes from the airport. <laughs> That's not a great time to realize that. You <laughs> no. Uh, so I think just listening to you, I think the biggest difference between you and me as a traveler is, and please tell me if I'm wrong, but it feels like to me the airport itself is much more important to you than it is to me. Mine is more destination-based when I'm traveling once a year, potentially. I'm much more... I don't have a lot of needs from the airport. I'm more concerned with this is where I, when I get there, it seems to me when someone's traveling as frequently as you are, the needs and wants and requirements of an airport, whether it be the one you're flying out of or the one that you're coming back from, it feels to me like those, those would go up just because you spend so much more time in and around them. Is that a fair thing to say? That, that is very fair. I'm, I'm looking for some conveniences in the airport you know, the ease of getting through TSA and security, the ease of finding, you know, something to drink, maybe a bite to eat, depending on what time of day it is. And then the ease of getting to a gate area. And I like a gate area that is accommodating, comfortable phone chargers and clean. I'm, I'm, you know, that's what, that's one of my top spots is cleanliness of any airport facility. What's your biggest pet peeve, not with just the Kansas City's terminal, but when you go into an airport and they do or do not do this thing, what's your biggest airport pet peeve? My biggest airport pet peeve is dirty restrooms. That's, you know, there's just no excuse. (laughs) Yeah, we've all been in a situation like, you know, you're, you're already uncomfortable. You may be wearing professional clothing or having to change or something like that. That's the last thing you want is to go into a spot where... You're not at home and you're in a, in a travel situation and it, it kind of grows you out. That's true. And, you know, as far as the restrooms, you, you learn which airport and which set of restrooms are probably less used and cleaner so that, you, you know, you can change clothes to, to fly home and something a little bit more comfortable. 
So I want to talk about the new terminal. Obviously, we, we've I've, I've roundabout gotten to you as a traveler, but this podcast is about the new terminal itself. And you were telling me that how long, how long have you lived in Kansas City, Kevin? Twenty five years. Twenty five years. So you were you've been around for a long time. Been around for the the past iteration of the of the airport, KCI. You were telling me that you were not necessarily a big supporter of the idea to build a new terminal whenever that started becoming a, a possibility and it was going to go to a boat. Tell me why. That's. Um... Our, our former airport was extremely convenient. Um, you know, you, you walked right into your gate. Security was right there. I mean, it was all about less, less steps and uh, getting through security. And of course, um, you know, when TSA pre-check came out, that was, that was a big plus. That's a, that's a big selling point through any airport, um, being able to, to move through without unpacking your luggage, taking off your shoes, removing your belt. And, I, I never had to wait more than probably five minutes to get through security at the, the old Kansas City Airport. I, that was one of my biggest concerns was giving up those, I guess, substances of the ease of travel. So I, I was concerned about moving into a larger airport terminal. I've definitely flown into larger airport terminals and you, you, you get there and TSA security lines are, you know, nine, nine rows deep with, with chains. I was reluctant. I thought, well, we'll give them a chance. I've, I've, I've been impressed. I've been definitely impressed with security. How often would you say with the old airport situation, would you be in another airport someplace else and think to yourself, gosh, I'm glad Kansas City's airport is not like this. I'm glad that I feel like mine is so much more convenient. Did you did you compare favorably the old airport to other airports that you would travel to on a frequent basis? I did frequently. Uh, you get into some of the larger airports like Philadelphia, and you, you know you're funneling in like three terminals through one security area, and it's it's congested. I've been fortunate to travel into several of the airports that have gone through remodels as well and saw the improvements that had happened there with their security and even concessions past security. That was one of my thoughts in thinking about the new Kansas City airport is, did you ever really stop and think about, can we remodel this facility? Can it be utilized to, to, to keep those conveniences that, the gate to the security that everybody has talked about over the last couple of years. Okay. I, I'm going to put you on the spot and I apologize in advance. And if you don't want to tell me, that's fine. Okay. Um, do you mind answering if you voted for or against the other term whenever it was on the ballot? I was not eligible. I am a Kansas resident. Well, that takes that problem away. <laughs> do you mind me asking what would you have voted? No, then if you'd have the chance to vote for it. Based on the amount of time I've lived here in Kansas City, I've seen a lot of pros and cons to the city, as happens in every city. I would have voted against the airport. You and a lot of other people, obviously. I mean, I moved here in 2017, just as that was really picking up steam and getting ready to be uh, to be done. And I that was one of the first things I heard. It was one of the first major stories that I was kind of jumped into watching us cover here at KSHB was the progression of that vote and how it was going. So I understand it was obviously a, a pretty contentious vote. So now here we are, multiple years later after the vote, it's done, it's built, we've been open for a few months now. You're traveling on a regular basis. Tell me about 
what you think. You, you mentioned earlier you've been you've been pleasantly surprised. Tell me a little bit more about what you thought about this new terminal as a frequent flyer yourself. I the the first aspect of that I just I have been just shocked at how fast security lines have moved. They really have a great setup and are quick to open another closed gate area when security lines get too long. Um, I think there's still some tweaks going on with the new type of security equipment they have. Um, as a frequent traveler, I, I, I know which belt sets off security, which one doesn't. Um, this the, the belt I wear now seems to set off the new equipment at the airport regularly. It's interesting to me, uh, the learning curve aspect of learning a new terminal in your in your own city. Does it feel like you're learning... Does it, I'm trying to think of the best way to compare this. Does it feel like you're learning a new language or like a new dialect of, uh, well, this in, in the Midwest, people say it this way, and in the South, they might say it something else? I feel like I'm learning a new routine. Um, it, it's definitely different. It's a different routine with the drop-off points. I park off-site, so it's a different drop-off routine it, it's a different routine getting upstairs to where the check-in gates are and then it's just making making your way through tsa pre-check and you know stopping to think about okay do i grab a coffee here at the, the the main terminal or do i get back to where my gates are and look for a cup of coffee there what is, would you think, does, it, does it feel more or less convenient than you thought it would be? I mean, the convenience is the thing that you mentioned with the old terminal. It's the thing that everyone talked about. Will we lose this? Does it feel more or less convenient than you thought it would? I think there's definitely more walking in the new airport, which is not always a bad thing. And I, and I typically walk in every airport and avoid the, the, the walkway movers. Um, I I've been shocked at how convenient it is. And I think part of the success of the conveniences in the new airport are due to the additional restaurants, the additional coffee shops. There are more availability and lines at any of those facilities have not been bad at all. I want to ask you, I want to ask you about value that you place on different parts of travel, because you mentioned obviously the convenience of the, of the prior terminal setup was a situation that you put a lot of value in. I can get in and out pretty quickly. I, I don't, I flew out of the Kansas city former airport enough times to know that there wasn't necessarily a great deal of value placed on restaurants, places to eat. That, the, the, that, that part of traveling, there, there wasn't a lot there to do. Do you feel yourself putting different amounts of value on things now that those are at your fingertips than the, that didn't used to be? Or are you thinking, gosh, I, I never knew that I wanted this as much as I do as you go through some of those places, or is that not something you've experienced? You know, I think that's probably a fair statement. I like the amenities of shops and restaurants in other airports as somebody arriving or waiting to fly home. I never really thought about those types of benefits being included in my home airport. And that, that's been a big plus for the whole experience is, wow, I didn't know I missed these. Another thing I w I'm curious about is the, the art situation in the new terminal, because we, just in the coverage of, we talked about it, I felt like, a million times. You won't believe all the art that's being added to this. They put so much money into this. And that, to me, feels like one of those things that was more geared towards 
to a traveler like me that comes in once a year and has a little bit more, oh gosh, I haven't been here before. I don't come here on the regular basis. Like as someone who's in and out of there for work on a regular basis, like yourself, do you find yourself noticing that the, the aesthetic portion of the airport when it comes from art or is that kind of thing not lost on you necessarily, but I, I'm curious about who that, who that's meant for. Is it people that are there for the first time and won't be back for a little while or someone who comes through on a regular basis, seeing something they've never noticed before? I really think the art in the airport, it's for everybody. It's for the frequent travelers. It's for the the once-a-year travelers. I am amazed that I notice something new every trip through the airport. And um, I was fortunate to fly out of the old airport one day and then two days later fly into the new airport. I actually, I spent about an hour walking, walking the terminals, looking at the art. It's beautiful. It's just gorgeous. Did you plan that into your time of I'm gonna, when I get back, I'm going to walk around for an hour or just kind of go, you know what, I'm, I'm here. Let me live. Was that spontaneous? Uh, yeah, I, I thought I'm here. I'm going to check this out. It's like I don't have anything pressing when I do get home. So I'm going to spend my hour here. Is there something that you have noticed at those other airports that you go to on a regular basis that maybe now Kansas City has that those don't that you go, well, my, my home terminal has as this, you guys ought to add this because I really like it. Is there been anything that you've noticed that the new terminal has that your other frequent spots do not? Definitely the art. I mean, Kansas city has nailed it on the art, the feel. Um, it's a, it, our air, new airport is a very relaxing feel. Um, there just are not a lot of new airports, you know, especially in the major cities I fly into, they've been remodeled. They're old. They're old. But they're they're functioning, they're clean, but they're they're missing that relaxed feeling with uh, the beauty of the art and everything. I think that's the last thing I want. And you've been so gracious with your time, I appreciate it. That's the last thing I want to ask you about is just the overall experience, because I like I drive to work about twenty two ish minutes every morning, and that you know I come to work at three o'clock in the morning, three fifteen. That is a time that I'm going to listen to whatever podcast I'm listening to. I don't have any kids in the car with me. This is, this is my travel time to and from work. Obviously, very different when I head home at noon versus 3 o'clock in the morning. There's right. more on the road. There's more things going on. Life seems to be happening. But just that overall travel experience for you, how would you say in, in the months since the new terminal has come in, have you noticed a difference in your routine, in yourself, that is a direct byproduct of this new, of this new terminal? Someone who's there as often as you are, that it's so functional for you. I... I definitely feel probably more relaxed in my, my travel experience now. It's, it was a pretty mundane routine into the old airport. Now I feel like, you know, this is, it's, it's enjoyable. It's relaxable. Um, you know, it kind of mentally refreshes my mind. So, you know, I can start thinking about, okay, when I, when I get to whatever city where I'm headed, what I'm going to do next, you know, how's the visit with the client going to be? It's, it's allowed me to, to relax. How much longer do you see yourself traveling so frequently, Kevin? Do you have several more years of that ahead of you? What do you think? Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually toying with the idea of an early retirement. So, and, and, and taking some type of non-career job. I was going to say, do you, <laughs> that's the other question I have for frequent flyers. Do you enjoy 
recreational travel or is it like, nope, I'm not going anywhere near an airplane whenever you're not working. What's that like for you? You know, it's, it's people go, Oh, it must be nice to have all those airline miles, those points, those hotel points. And I said, I don't use them. You know, when you're, when you're gone, a vacation is for me to hang out around the house, to work in my yard, to, to go take advantage of what I have here in my home city. Cool perspective from someone who's in the air much more than I am. Kevin, I appreciate your time this morning, and uh, thanks for kind of giving some insight into what, into what it's like to be in the air as often as you are. Thank you very much. Sure. Thank you very much, Taylor. Thanks again for listening to Episode 4 of Now Boarding, a limited series podcast from KSHB 41. We'll have another episode out for you next month. If you have questions or suggestions for people to interview, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or just email me at taylor.hymnus at kshb.com. For future episodes, I'm looking for people who live near the airport, maybe, people who work there, definitely. So if you'd be willing to chat with me about that perspective or know someone who might, please reach out. See you next time.